On today's podcast, 10 retirement risks to avoid when you want to create a successful retirement strategy. We'll also play Stump the Guru. So stay with us, please. We have a jam-packed podcast. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Welcome to Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade, a fiduciary and the founder and managing director of the firm Money Matters USA. Uh, Fred holds a PhD in economics from Duke University, and his focus is on retirement planning. And Fred, I know we're going to play Stump the Guru, but in our conversation before we started the podcast today, I know one that I can actually stump you on, and that is why some states are, are split. Like, why do we have a North and South Dakota. Why not just Dakota? And both of us are going to have to research that because the only one we know of having any significance historically would be the state of Virginia. Yep. Uh, other than that, we're not sure why they split them up. Right. You, 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 you did stump me. But no, no, no. I, I won't stump you on that because neither one of us know the answer to okay. it. How are you today, Fred? I'm good. How are you? Oh, very good. I know Looking we, forward. Yeah, we're going to have fun, I, and we are going to play Stomp the Guru, but before that, we're going to get into some risks, as you said, to avoid when you want to create that successful retirement, and uh, of course, uh, planning for retirement was easy at one time, or easier. You had Social Security, you had a pension, and life expectancy was about seven years, so you didn't have to plan for as long even as we do now, or well, today's retirement planning is certainly more complicated based on our longevity, extended life expectancy of 30 or more years, disappearance of pensions for most people, low savings rates, uncertainty about how Social Security's future will be decided. Many of Secure Act 2.0 retirement provisions are voluntary and, what's more, uh, heavily Roth-focused. You know, that's the one thing we talked about in reviewing Secure Act. It seems like uh, even through that uh, legislation, they're really concerned about Americans' savings habits. So we're going to go through these risks, uh, Fred, you've got 10 of them mm -hmm. to uh, seriously yeah, I, consider. I, yeah, uh, I, I thought uh, I thought 10 was a nice round uh, number. Uh, <laughs> so to begin with, uh, based on my experience and, and some research that I've uh, done, uh, I, I find that one of the things that I have to address with people is their failure to decide what they want their money to do for them. They, I mean, they, they, it's, it's not a matter of, uh, you know, of just piling things up. I mean, you have to really work out what retirement is, is going to be about for you. And people focus on accumulation. And so if they are very accumulation focused, the conversations with them have to be around giving them permission to spend and, and to enjoy their retirement because they often go on um, savings for no 
really apparent reason it becomes a habit and you have to help them break the habit you have to work with them so you get them to agree that they're going to spend some money and then do things that they've talked about that they justified saving money for and investing and now it's time you've retired now it's time to make those uh, things happen and i also find that people have a way of thinking about things in in general terms in other words they have a list of things they have a list of projects and they think that that's going to keep them going for a long period of time and and the fact is that's usually done in about 30 days okay so now what? What are you going to do? Uh, you're going to pursue a hobby. You could do volunteer work. Maybe you start a home-based business. Think specifically. What are you going to do every single day? What are the activities, the trips? Are you going to join some groups, organizations? Will you make new friends? Will you develop new relationships? You have to really get very, very granular. You have to make a list and, and go over your list. Where will you live? What are the products and the services that you're going to need, including income-based financial products? Do you need to upgrade your technology so you can stay connected with, with friends, with relatives, with children, grandchildren? Do you know what the latest improvements are? That's something that you need to work on. Get reacquainted with friends. Maybe there are friends or relatives that you've lost touch with. Now's a good time to get reacquainted. Widen out your circle of friends. Make new friends. Make friends in, in, their, in their circle. These are all the things that you can do to, to really build out that retirement rather than that honey-do list. And then <laughs> what? Watch soap operas? <laughs> Right. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's longer now. It's important to find some things to do. And especially given that uh, for most of us, our work defined us for years. So what will define you in retirement? Another thing, right. Fred, we've talked about here is spending shocks and uh, and how they can play havoc with your retirement budget. Unexpected and unplanned expenses, especially they, they can be nasty, especially health care and long term care. What else should people be concerned about? Well, uh, major appliances, repairs or, or replacement. And, and actually, this this past weekend, uh, I personally had had such uh, an experience and an expense um, on my furnace. The furnace went out late. Friday night or Saturday morning, uh, it was repaired. Uh, we got somebody to come in and do an emergency repair. But now I have to start thinking about a, a sinking fund, and I have to face the probability that I'm going to have to replace the furnace as well as the air conditioning, the central air in the house. But there's some other considerations. Do will you need to help your children or your grandchildren? Um, Divorce, gray divorce is a very serious problem. Uh, gray divorce is the leading uh, divorce uh, source uh, by, by age in the United States right now. Uh, and um, what about medications? They can be very expensive, even if you have Part D uh, prescription coverage. Oftentimes, it's less expensive to use a discount card. And, and and pay cash at at the counter. Then then use the uh, then use the insurance. 
Another thing that, I, because it's new territory for people and often uncertain about how to handle their income in retirement, sometimes they take large lump sum distributions. So how, how do you manage money in retirement? Well, people have a lot of different ideas about how to finance retirement. Oftentimes they start out and some people just will not uh, agree to a deaccumulation strategy. So they want to take a percentage amount or, 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 they, or they're hung up on the 4% uh, rule. Uh, and these are just variations of these safe withdrawal rates. And, and it's not even a 4% rule. I mean, it, I mean, you can do, find study after study. I mean, you can go down about 1.9% on, on withdrawals. In fact, uh, a very important paper w- was recently published uh, by Fow and Young uh, on the whole issue of safe withdrawal rates. And, and they, they show the uh, difficulty of, of trying to make this thing work. And it works academically on a spreadsheet, but it doesn't work in, uh, in, in real life. And a lot of people previously would also take RMDs. That's a problem now because, uh, well, if you're already taking RMDs, it's not. But if you weren't, you're looking at age 72. So, uh, you know, so that, that's, an, that's an issue. And then you have to consider the fragile decade, the five years before retirement and, and five years into retirement. And that's going to make or break your, your portfolio now because at that point you're in the retirement red zone and you have to be able to control your expectations because you need a sound strategy that's going to work no matter, no matter what's going on in, in the stock uh, market or even in the, uh, you know, even in the uh, economy. Um, the third point I want to make, uh, uh, which is I alluded to uh, earlier, is that people don't spend enough in, in retirement. There are, there are people who just don't enjoy retirement. And, and these are the people who need to give themselves permissions to spend uh, in retirement. So bottom line here, it's necessary to plan a distribution strategy as well as an investing strategy. Uh, which is going to give you the maximum spending power. Uh, and also, if it's important, you want to have a maximum inheritance. You want to, you want to create a legacy. You want to hold money in. And, and that means that uh, estate planning uh, beca- becomes necessary. You know, we, we've talked about assets and income, but what about debt? Yeah, well question is, can you really retire debt-free? Now, some people have have been able to do that uh, because they've planned it out. A lot, uh, a lot, a, a more than 50% of people now are taking a mortgage into retirement. Student debt is another issue uh, that they, that people are taking into retirement and they have to pay off student debt. Uh, people uh, refied mortgages that you know using their house as a bank. Uh, sometimes you need to downsize. That could be effective if that's acceptable. Perhaps a reverse mortgage might might also offer uh, a solution uh, if it's possible. Uh, postponing retirement, working a few years longer, 
that's the best solution of all. You can pay off debt. You can save more money. Uh, if, if you can postpone retirement um, either until you can get to be debt-free or very close to it, that's the absolute best solution. You know, we mentioned uh, how retirement is different now, and one of those is longevity. But living longer certainly uh, increases the uh, the risk of declining cognitive ability. Yeah, that that's absolutely true. The uh, MIT Age Labs has, has been doing a lot of studies uh, on cognitive ability and cognitive decline. These studies are ongoing. Uh, from what they found so far, uh, it appears that Different parts of the brain peak at different ages. The brain changes in, in dynamic ways. But the researchers who are working on this don't know how to understand what they're actually observing. So what I usually say to a client is, is that if you're finding yourself challenged and you realize that you can't manage your checkbook, you don't, uh, and you have problem uh, understanding your accounts. You can't really manage them. That's the point at which you should ask for help. And this is where a power of attorney uh, is necessary. You you want to select uh, a couple of people uh, who who w- are willing to help you, people who care about you. Uh, and wh- whom you you can trust. If you select a couple of people, you have to uh, decide whether or not they have to agree uh, on any action, or whether each can act independently uh, of the of the other. Uh, the other thing is, if if uh, family members uh, see that you are cognitively declined, then they they need to be able feel free enough to discuss it with you and dis- and do it in uh, early enough so it, it does not become a, a major uh, uh, issue. And uh, one of the issues that we keep on reading and hearing about are, are frauds that are perpetrated on seniors and people who mm-hmm. are in cognitive decline are, are certainly uh, more vulnerable. Everybody is vulnerable yeah, uh, but to more those scams. So, yeah. Gosh, that makes me so mad when when that happens to taking advantage of people. Uh, we're 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 going over ten retirement risks, and with that, uh, I'll direct you to uh, Fred, Fred's website, which is MoneyMattersUSA.net, and you can click on the uh, red light on the dashboard tab. We all know what that means when you see the red light on the dashboard. You know, we hear a lot of terms, uh, Fred, and sometimes we don't know exactly what they mean, like sequence of return risk. What What is that in basic terms? Okay. Uh, you're in the fragile decade now, and you're looking at the timing of withdrawals from your portfolios. When when you take the money is going to determine how long your investment portfolios are going to last. Now, if the market is is negative in the five years before retirement and the values drop, then you're you're going to be faced with taking withdrawals from a portfolio that's already weakened. And if the decline is in the first three to five years in retirement, you have the same problem 
because the longevity of that portfolio is at risk. So now you have to really worry, will the portfolio expire before I do? Now, sequence of risk is, is, is essentially a timing issue, and there are ways to avoid this problem. Now, having guaranteed income for your mandatory spending is highly effective. So you don't have to worry about, uh, about probability, about whether or not you're going to have uh, your sources of income. And you need, if you have fixed expenses that must be paid, then you have to have guaranteed sources of income. So you want to match your mandatory spending with your mandatory sources of income. And if you do that, then, then you're really balancing your assets with your liabilities. So if it's that built-in income, then it can help uh, keep you from having to draw from that. Um, yeah, I, I sometimes I think you really just helped me wrap my mind around that term, I think. Um, but um, I may have just summed it up in, incorrectly there. But it sounds like you're saying if you have that built-in income, then you can kind of leave it alone, right? Uh, but yeah. what, what about when you hit RMD age, though, and then you can't avoid it? Well, that's true, but you can take the RMD and it, it, and use it uh, for an after-tax purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could open a brokerage account, you could save the money, you can do whatever you want with it. The, but when, <coughs> excuse me, if you are pre RMD, you you can take you can take out an amount you can calculate you can take out an amount if you want calculate what what theoretically it, it might be going going to the IRS uh, table and put you can put that into a Roth as long as long as if you are pre RMD there you have the option to to convert to a Roth if okay. that's what you want to do. Okay. Uh, once you are RMD, once you have, are taking RMDs, you lose that, you lose that option. Now the other thing is that if um, you may want to very well pay, pay, uh, you know, pay taxes on it in a situation uh, where if you want to go into a brokerage account and and you want to uh, select a stock that might be low basis for you to start with that you have a lot of confidence in, uh, you know, you're going to get capital gain treatment. Uh, on that. So, I mean, that's, that's not a good place, you know, again, it's location, but that's not a good place to put, uh, you know, to put that in an IRA uh, because that's coming out as ordinary income. So, I mean, these, these are asset location is, is vitally important. What happens when you lose your spouse or partner? Well, this is a tough topic to get into with people. It's, it's uh, you're working on on eggs here, but but it, you have to look at what are the income sources, expenses, what are the options, what are your choices. You have to build a uh, you know a plan here, and it has to be uh, reviewed uh, constantly. So, I mean, you really have to uh, look look at this uh, before you know, be, before it happens. And, and, and we, we do that uh, when we're constructing the plan. We're, we're looking at scenarios uh, of, uh, pre, uh, you know, premature death or which spouse uh, predeceases the other one and what will their situation be like. So that, that, that's okay, absolutely yeah. uh, essential. Of course, there are tax uh, considerations here too. 
Uh, you're going to, uh, and you're also going to going to lose uh, uh, half the Social Security income. Mm. Uh, you pay taxes sure. as uh, you can pay taxes. Uh, at, you know, as a as a joint filer in the year of death. After that, you're you're paying as a single head of household. So your 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 tax situation becomes more adverse as well. Well, coming up, we'll have we have a couple of more risks to address, and we'll open up actually with unique risks that women face in retirement planning. Plus, we'll play stump the guru. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. Definitely uh, give a call if you if something's ringing a bell in your head about retirement planning. You hear things Fred says on the podcast that may certainly resonate with you. Call that number wherever you are listening to the podcast, 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188, and the website is moneymattersusa.net. And by the way, we're going to tell you in a moment how you can submit a question to Fred to have him answer on the podcast and um, maybe stump the guru. But either way, if Fred addresses your question, uh, I know that you said last week, if you submit a question, you got something. And if you if you end up answering their question, then I think that's a that's a no cost consultation, like a thorough review. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. We'll we'll tell you how to submit that coming up. We've got a couple of more risks. And as I mentioned, we're going to open up with something that women face, maybe even more challenges in retirement planning. Would that be correct, Fred? Yeah, women women have some unique uh, issues, uh, risks that they that they face. They generally live longer than men. Uh, oftentimes, they may not uh, have the same familiarity with or handling money or even being in the planning process. A lot of advisors uh, only meet with the uh, with the husband, uh, and if if they've left all this to their husband. Uh, then they have to go through uh, a, an educational uh, process, and it's a con- it's occurring at a difficult uh, time. Um, you you cannot uh, diversify your own longevity. Lo- you know, long- longevity is a bit of a wild card, and um, it, and and you have to uh, anticipate uh, that um, you know you could you could live. Um, Five years, seven years, two years, fourteen years. There's no way. There's no way to know, and and so you have to be able to uh, have the income that can support you during that time period, uh, be, because retire for, for everybody. Retirement is about income, so it, it becomes necessary in, in that pre-planning process to make sure that that there's at least one asset plus social security uh, to support the surviving spouse. It's usually going to be the wife. Uh, so it, it, again, it's, it's important to address this matter early on 
so that we already have the contingency plans. And frankly, I, w- uh, for married couples, I will only meet with the husband uh, and and the wife. Uh, I, I will not uh, meet only with uh, with the husband because the 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 uh, even though the um, they both have skin in the game. Yeah, exactly right. The wife has issues that she may not have expressed, but mm-hmm. believe me, she, she she's going to have things that she wants too, and it may not be the same as the husband. Well, I mean, you can't address uh, risks without looking at government policy, as we really just learned with Secure Act 2.0. That's certainly not saying that everything in there is bad or anything like that. It's just that sometimes um, it can create challenges. It also could create opportunities, but it's something that has to be planned for. Yeah, it does. We have no idea uh, how Social Security and Medicare uh, issues are going to be resolved. The longer the problems that we know we have, which are pop, which are really population, it's, it's the aging of the population that is the that is driving the the problem. The longer it takes to get to a solution, the more likely is that we're going to get a bad solution, which will probably be a, a tax-driven uh, solution. It's a quick way to to say that you're solving the problem. But as far as Social Security has, is concerned, they've known they, Congress has known that that they've had a problem here for 31 years, and they have not addressed, still not addressed the uh, you know the problem. Um, Will taxes increase? We don't know, but they could be. Uh, government policy changes all the time, so you have to have a plan that's going to handle changes in government policy, which is likely to impact uh, you and, 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 and other people, and you, 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 have, you have to build a plan that can, resi- can anticipate the most likely things that government may or may not do, and and then have a plan, have a contingency plan, uh, in order to in order to address those those problems, so that uh, you're not impacted uh, by them. Uh, uh, for example, uh, one of the things that we look at is uh, adverse uh, Federal Reserve policies, and, and we can we can help people uh, so that um, they're not destroyed by. You know, by by whatever the Federal Reserve is, is going to do on or you know on interest rates and dist- and demand destruction, and uh, 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 absorbing money, uh, you know, uh, um, freezing the uh, the money supply, making it very difficult to borrow. So I mean, these are these are all the things that are out there. You know, and this one to me is mind blowing. But um, from population studies, we know ten thousand people retire every day, and that's projected to increase by twenty twenty four to twelve thousand every day. Fred, what is your concluding advice here? Well, we want to help those reti- the, these retirees to focus on deaccumulation and income. We want to do that in a way that is responsible and respectful. And our red light on the dashboard process uh, could be very valuable for them. We, we know, and I'm going to make this as a declarative statement, we know that people who get a review of their present plan will outperform those people who do not get that review and just, just go with what they've done in the past or have no plan at all. So we need to have a conversation 
uh, and we have conversations that their current advisor are not having with them. Uh, we do our own planning. We don't outsource the planning. Many advisors uh, do. This all, this all makes uh, a difference. So it's, it's a lot more than getting uh, a second opinion. I mean, it is, it is from, from top to bottom uh, a, a very comprehensive review. And once you go through this, you'll know exactly uh, where you are, whether your plan is going to work, whether it's a major problem, small problem, uh, or no problem. Very few plans come in with, with, no, with no problem. And uh, since we are a, a fee-based planning firm, uh, we, we, can, we, we are the essence of what a fiduciary is. A fiduciary providing planning and, and not necessarily uh, selling you investments. That's not our game. And speaking of that comprehensive review, that's easy to schedule. A, a phone call to 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. Now, you're encouraged, of course, when you get with Fred, whether it's uh, – you know, virtually or in person, if you're near Fred's office, uh, to ask lots of questions. Now, we play a thing here called Stump the Guru, and here's how you can submit a question uh, to Fred. If you stump Fred, you win a free rapid response call to solve a problem that you need solved rapidly. Everyone gets a prize. So here's how you can do it. You can connect with Fred, Fred Said, S-A-I-D-E, on LinkedIn. And you can also go to the website, moneymattersusa.net. If you go there, you click on the podcast tab, and then you'll see where to click Stump the Guru, and you can submit your question to Fred. We actually have two here, Fred, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, they're both related to Social Security claiming strategy. So here's the first question. I'm 74. My wife will soon turn 70. I'm receiving Social Security benefits. My wife will soon be applying for her benefits. Her covered Social Security earnings are greater than mine. When one of us dies, will the survivor be able to claim both a survivor benefit and our work-related benefit? Okay, so the um, my basic the basic reply is is no, that's not possible. A survivor can claim the greater of the survivor's benefit, or they can claim based on their own work record. So if I take the question a bit further, um, since the spouse will have the higher monthly income benefit, the wife predeceases the husband, the husband would be entitled to 100% of her age 70 Social Security benefit as a survivor benefit. And if her benefit is greater than the husband's benefit based on, based on his work record. So from what he has said, her benefit would be the greater benefit, mm -hmm. and that's the one that he would claim. Okay. Well, as it was mentioned, another one, uh, both of these are really Social Security uh, claiming related. This question concerns the federal government's pension offset of Social Security. The questioner says that she'll have two pensions, one from the federal government and one from a private employer. Now, she will be retiring shortly from the federal government. One of the options is to name her husband as the beneficiary of part of her pension from the federal government. 
that election will reduce her pension. Her husband also receives a pension from the federal government. So, man, they're, wow. Uh, Unheard of situation almost these days. Her question is, will her husband be able to receive a survivor benefit from Social Security from her private employer pension for which she was covered by Social Security? She wants to know the answer to help her decide on that pension option from the federal government. Okay, so... I had to do some scenario planning uh, on my Social Security software based on the fact pattern that that she provided. And um, the Social Security site has a site just for uh, advisors, for planners, and and they have a calculator, and and I also used uh, their calculator. So what I found was uh, that it's quite unlikely that her husband would get anything from Social Security. The um, government pension offset, GPO is is the acronym, but government pension offset, is going to be reduced by two-thirds of any pension that, that anybody gets outside of Social Security. So that offset is so large at two-thirds, it's likely to eliminate any Social Security survivor benefit. So my suggestion is that before making any kind of decision, I would suggest doing a calculation to make sure that you have sufficient income on the assumption that your husband might predecease you. This might you know, again, we we do um, pension planning uh, and income planning uh, in these scenarios, but it might behoove you, you know, to um, uh, to take the life only, and this is a case where uh, some inexpensive life insurance could make up the the difference uh, if. It were you to predecease your husband, if he predeceases you, you have to make sure that you have sufficient income to carry on. Keep, I want to remind you again that if you want to submit a question to Fred, that's so easy. Connect with Fred Sade on uh, LinkedIn or also moneymattersusa.net. Click podcast, and uh, then when you click the podcast tab, it'll show you the stump the guru where you can go in and, <laughs> and submit your question to Fred. You know, interesting post on Facebook, and I took it the, a totally different way from the intention of the post. Uh, it said, if you have any of these items, you could retire. Uh, and then when I opened it up, it had like the original 1959 Barbie, uh, uh, <laughs> 1927 World Series ticket stub. And yeah. by the way, I looked at the prices of these. Where they were going with is that they're so valuable you could retire. And that's yeah. not true at all. Like supposedly the value of the 1927 World Series ticket stub is 41000 As you well know, you cannot retire on that. So, uh, but where, here's where I took it wrong. Uh, the, when I first saw the post, you know, it always has that kind of, uh, clickbait thing on there and it had a Ted, Ted Nugent album on it. And and it said, if you have any of these, you can retire. I thought I took it to mean if you're old enough to have purchased 
one of these things <laughs> you can retire. And I did purchase that particular Ted Nugent album back in 1978. Mm. <laughs> I'm not ready for it quite yet, but that just goes back to those numbers that you said a day that we, I mean, that studies show 10,000 now and projected to be 12,000 people retiring. Yeah. And we've got Gen yeah. X generation uh, getting in that financial red zone now too. They are. Yeah, there's there's no there's no question, uh, and their interests tend to be different than the boomers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and uh, millennials even more so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Going to be interesting to watch all of this. Well, Fred keeps an eye on it. Definitely the retirement landscape and shares great information with us here. So thanks so much for being with us again. MoneyMattersUSA.net. Click podcast and uh, click stump the guru to get your question answered by Fred here again. MoneyMattersUSA.net. And we'll see you again here. Stay with us on Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.